The show you love with even more local, local news and more local talk. talk. The voice of the valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here's your host, Mike Douglas. And a good Friday afternoon to you on What's On Your Mind Friday here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. What's on your mind? You can let us know on Friday's area code 209-551-3483-209-551-3483. Fridays, we kick back a little bit. And whereas Monday through Thursday, we like to keep the calls focused on the topics we're talking about. Fridays, we want to know what's on your mind. Again, our number 209-551-3483. Three, Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation. So let's get it going for today. What's on my mind? I just saw this coming out of the KFIV newsroom. Elon Musk has announced he's canceling plans to purchase Twitter. Basically, uh, in his uh, viewpoint, the company failed to produce information on fake accounts, or at least uh, he thought they failed to produce accurate information. Apparently, he sent a letter to Twitter's board of directors today announcing he's not going to acquire the company. Apparently, he told the uh, SEC that Twitter has, quote, not complied with its contractual obligation. That's according to the Associated Press. Remember that deal? $44 billion. Can you imagine just having $44 billion laying around to buy something? That's uh, amazing. Anyway, so uh, I, I, what do you think this is going to mean? For, what does it say about Twitter? And what do you think it means for the future of Twitter? If he's right that they have failed to be upfront about the fake accounts and such... What does that say about Twitter's credibility? Of course, you may have some thoughts about Twitter's credibility already. Again, our number here on What's on Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483. The past uh, day or so, especially yesterday, we spent a lot of time talking about evaluating things by starting with what's true and the importance of truth, the importance of integrity. And let me share this with you. There's method in my madness here. Just saw a, yes, one of those little uh, blips on the, on the news uh, roll here that apparently in uh, Louisiana, a state police colonel named Lamar Davis was stopped by another officer going 90 miles an hour on a bridge. So uh, apparently he was stopped, uh, but the uh, state trooper apparently turned off the body cam and uh, gave uh, Colonel Davis a pass, did not not cite him. And uh, Colonel Lamar Davis later told WBRZ, What I did was wrong, and I need to practice driving safely. All right, so what do you think about that? Should should he have received a ticket or not? Well, the 
the ulterior reason I'm bringing up this particular story is to talk about issues of integrity. And I'm going back now 30 years or more, let's say maybe the 1980s, mid-1980s. And I was working for a police department down in Southern California. And one of my fellow officers had an interesting traffic stop. It was a limousine. And I think uh, either it was speeding or it had almost blown or did blow a red light. I can't remember. But anyway, there was a legitimate infraction committed by this large limousine. So uh, he and his partner had pulled the limousine over. And when they approached the window, the uh, driver rolled down the window and they started to talk to the driver. And they looked in the back seat and you never guess who was in the back seat. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali rolled down the window and said, you need to give us a ticket. Now, apparently, he had been at the wheel at the time that they had committed the infraction. And, and the officer says, oh, no, 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 Mr. Ali, we, we'll, we'll just give you a warning. He says, no, no, no. If I committed an infraction, you have to give me a ticket. That's what's right. And believe it or not, Muhammad Ali insisted, because he had actually been behind the wheel, he insisted that the officer give him a ticket. Now, is that integrity or what? Don't you think, as we've talked about in the past uh, day or two, issues of integrity and truth, there's a there's a real-life story, and, and that, and I've always had an admiration for him as an athlete. But uh, that ratcheted up my respect for him as a person, a man of uh, man of integrity. He could have gotten out of that ticket very easily, but he said, nope, 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 you need to give me a ticket. So just a, a little interesting story about integrity from a legend. All right, our number here, 209-551-3483. It is What's on Your Mind Friday. Let's go to the phones and let's find out what's on Debbie's mind as she is in and about Stanislaus County. Hi, Debbie. Welcome. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for taking my call. I'd like to run something by you, and while I'm running it by you, I need your opinion, okay? But I want everybody to listen very carefully. I came up with something in my beady little brain. By mathematics, old-fashioned mathematics, I believe that the Democrats have been listening very carefully to all of the people that have made comments about this November election, all going in and toward the Republican side. So they had to have something very, very lethal and very strong so they would have absolutely, they'll win the election in November. And you'll never guess what that's gonna, how it's going to happen. So I'll tell you quick so I can let you go to the next caller. How it's going to happen is the abortion thing, because our president jumped in on that, didn't he? So you see, the information that's been going out for quite a while now is all these quote-unquote majority white women who want the legal abortion back, and one way or the other they say they're going to get it if they have to march down every city and mash every city. So because there are so many of them, 
that's what's going to be their ace in the hole. I'll let you go, everybody, and you give me my opinion. I'll go off the air and listen for my opinion, Mike. Okay? All right, Debbie. For uh, you to give me your opinion. Uh, all right, will do. Thank you, Debbie, for calling okay. in. Uh, Debbie uh, saying, well, looking at uh, November 2022 and perhaps looking ahead at uh, 2024 as well, that uh, abortion is going to uh, be a major uh, factor and the opposition will be ramping up in order to make that an issue, in order to garner more votes and such. Uh, I, I think that's a possibility, Debbie. However, I think as we look at some of the polls around the country that abortion really ranks pretty low as uh, the most important issue facing Americans. I think what we're going to find is, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm going back, and here's my reasoning, Debbie, and I want to give my, my reasoning behind this. Let's go back to Donald Trump. I, I tend to believe that had not COVID-19, the pandemic, raised its ugly head around the time of uh, his bid for re-election, had COVID-19 not become a factor, had not it affected the U.S. economy, I, I believe that he may have won very, well, maybe not very handily, but I believe he would have defeated Joe Biden for uh, the presidency. Uh, remember the old saw, it's the economy, stupid? Remember that? And you're not stupid, Debbie. I'm just <laughs> I'm making the quote. I, I think that the economy is going to be the issue uh, again. Maybe not the number one issue, but as we look at uh, 8.3%, 8.6% inflation, I don't see that going down anytime soon with the policies, apparently, that the Biden administration intends to continue. I think the economy economy will continue to tank, and that's not a pun leading into my next comment. I think as gas prices tend to hurt everybody, I think as the Biden administration and the Newsom administration have their war on oil and, and fuel, uh, oil and gas and the, and the uh, fossil fuel industry. I think as people continue to be out of work in those industries, I think as they continue to fuel the inflation rate going up, I, and it's, I don't think America is going to wind up buying the line that it's Vladimir Putin's fault. I don't think so. I think uh, inflation is going to be the big burner. I could be wrong, Debbie. You could be right. I'm just giving you my uh, my read on that. I do think, Debbie, that they're uh, trying to make abortion the issue. They're doing their best. They are going to do their level best to make that the issue. Uh, as uh, one of our Supreme Court justices was trying to have, what was it, dinner the other day at, at Morton's? Boy, that's expensive. I got a story about that. I'll share it with you later. I don't want to take time right now about Morton's and, and sticker shock for me. But anyway, 
uh, I think it was Justice Kavanaugh, right, uh, attempting to uh, have dinner the other night, and uh, protesters were outside, and, and he had to uh, escape through the back door. And, and fortunately, Morton's made a, made a good stand about that and, and said that was wrong, that uh, d- politics shouldn't enter people being able, the, the, uh, the realm of people enjoying meals together. And I, I agree with him. On that, so I think it is evidence, Debbie, that lends some credibility to the fact that the far left is going to try to make the uh, decision of the Supreme Court the issue. However, I think the pain the average American is going to feel is not about abortion. The pain the the average American is going to feel is at the gas pump, uh, in in their inability to get a loan that's reasonable for what they want to do, whether it's buying a house or, or trying to get a business up and running. I think the inflation rate is going to hurt enough that that will be the major issue, as it was, I believe, for Donald Trump. Uh, as he uh, ran for re-election. So uh, g- good thought, Debbie. I'm glad you brought it up and and uh, appreciate you uh, listening and, and uh, allowing me to give my viewpoint on that as well. And we'll watch it together and uh, see how that goes. All right, it's What's on Your Mind Friday at 209-551-3483. We'll find what else is on your mind in three minutes as the Mike Douglas Show continues here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Take the Mike Douglas Show with you every weekday from 3 till 5. Download the free iHeartRadio app and follow 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on What's on Your Mind Friday, our number 209-551-3483, Of course, something on the mind of uh, the world right now is just that, uh, that tragedy in uh, Japan, uh, the assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, only 67 years old, uh, one of really one of Japan's most powerful and influential uh, leaders, uh, at least in modern times, uh, being shot uh, from behind. He was giving a speech for an election candidate, and it appeared to be the the suspect used a uh, homemade, uh, I don't want to even say it's a gun. It, 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 was a, uh, it was a device to shoot some type of projectile. And what it, what it tells me is a couple of things. I don't know what it's telling you, but it tells me a couple of things. Number one, evil is continuing to run rampant, not just here in the United States, but around the world as well. And it's just a reality that uh, we have to deal with. Number two, here's a country where guns pretty much are banned. You have to jump through many a hoop in order to own a gun in Japan, and they have a very low rate of uh, gunshot murders because hardly anybody has one. Uh, however, this guy, this suspect, found a way to do it, which leads me into a point that I've made time and time again. Since Cain and Abel, since the very beginning of recorded human history, Man has figured out how to kill his fellow man by what was available. Uh, Hands, stones, 
swords, puncture methods, and later on, of course, gunshots. Uh, it. Listen, if someone intends to kill someone else, they will find a way. And that is why I think it is so ridiculous for the far left to park on this issue of gun violence. First of all, it's not the gun that's doing the violence. It's the person. It's the person. And uh, how could they have stopped this guy? Don't know. We think of uh, the recent shooting that's been all over the news. And I'm not going to give this guy's name out. He doesn't deserve the notoriety. You probably have picked it up already. But he obviously had uh, mental uh, mental illness, uh, probably uh, drug issues as well. And his father had actually signed off on getting him a gun when he was 19 years old. There are so many issues that factor into these acts of violence. And uh, the, the far-left woke culture is playing a tune on a one-stringed guitar, and it's always gun violence. No, and take away everyone's gun. Well, as we see, that doesn't necessarily means that, that violence will not occur. Uh, so, I, again, we uh, mourn along with uh, the rest of the world quite a, quite a man. Uh, Shinzo Abe and uh, President Donald Trump apparently had a a very good relationship with him, and I think we're just going to see a lot of the world uh, mourning uh, over this this terrible, uh, terrible act. Uh, Something else I noticed, by the way, and this is totally unrelated to that. Did you hear the news report that Governor Newsom is budgeting money so that the state of California can manufacture insulin? Let me ask you a question. Do you want the state of California manufacturing medicine for you, especially insulin? Think about the way California does such a great job on the highways. Think about how the Employment Development Department has done such a great job in stopping fraud. Think about in years past how well the Department of Motor Vehicles has done with their computer systems. Think about how well California has done in in trying to deal with the drought crisis year after year, decade after decade. Think of all those things that the state of California does so well. And then do you really, do you want, if, if, if you are a, especially a type 1 diabetic and, and you need to take insulin, would you want, even, even though it may be cheaper or get it for free, I don't want to put my life in the hands of the state of California. I just don't don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. Uh, so I uh, I'm I'm a little uh, not a little. I'm very 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 leery of that. It's what's on your mind Friday here on the Mike Douglas Show two zero nine five five one three four eight three. Let's go to uh, James and Manteca. James, what's on your mind? 
You know, as soon as Mike, good to hear from you. I hope you're on all the time. And uh, when you mentioned Mantique or uh, Gavin Newsom, boy, I just got a headache. But anyway, um, I wish he and Joe Biden would just go away. I wish the well, the police. I think of I would let them go all the time. They know right from wrong. And I think of myself growing up when I was a teenager drinking beer, and they pull you over and they just say, "Hey, come here, get out." And you just dump it out. And uh, there's been a few other little things like that where the police have uh, helped you out. And I watch cops a lot. And I see that if the driver gives the policeman a hard time, an attitude, then he's going to get a little, little bit aggressive back. And he's, he's got a right to do that. Uh, let me say something uh, different, too. Jose Canseco, talking about speeding. He was caught one time uh, going 150 miles an hour wow. in a Dodge Viper. It was on TV. I think you may know the story. And I think the policeman just sort of, hey, slow down. And uh, I guess that's about what I'm going to say. Oh, there was, uh, you probably saw on the television, too, that uh, guy tried to rob that liquor store, and the guy pulled out a knife, and he stabbed him. And now he's in prison. And I thought that may have been a little wrong, but then I guess it was wrong. Rethinking, I guess maybe he shouldn't have used that knife. So I know I've talked about weapons and guns and what do the police do yeah. and this and that. Thank you for bringing that up, James. Right. Uh, in about five minutes, yes, I want to I want to talk about that in, in some detail, but we'll also take uh, other calls as well. James, James, thanks for your call. appreciate that. Uh, boy, I've, I've got... Mm, I've got some reactions I want to give, uh, but I'm bumping the clock here. Tell you what, uh, we'll react a little bit to that a little bit later. I want to make sure that uh, we get the next couple of calls in because it's what's on your mind Friday, 209-551-3483. James, thanks for the call. We'll get to your calls too, my friends, coming up in five minutes on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Don't go away. Mike Douglas Show. Now, weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. You're listening to The Mike Douglas Show, the voice of the valley. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to The Mike Douglas Show on What's on Your Mind Friday, our phone number 209 551 3483. 209 551 3483. Three and uh, John and David, hang in there. I'll get to you in just a moment. I want to respond to uh, to James. Two things that James comments, and this is related to uh, the issue of the traffic stop in uh, in uh, Louisiana. Uh, first of all, there's an issue of professional courtesy. I don't know how you feel about that, but I think that's probably what was at work here. Uh, fellow officer showing professional courtesy to the other. Uh, I don't know that's good, bad, or indifferent, but I that's that happens. Secondly, on traffic stops, and I'll just share this as an experiential thing. I had a, a training officer when I was just a, a rookie, and uh, as we were uh, out there pulling traffic stops, he says, all right, Mike, decide before you get out of the car whether you're going to cite that person or not. I said, why? He said, because you don't want to get up to the car and, 
and him and Ha, if if it's worth giving them a ticket, give them a ticket, regardless of what they say, cite them. If you don't think it's worth a ticket, if you think you're just going to give them a warning, just give them a warning. And uh, that served me well over the years. I don't know any of you in law enforcement, if you operate under the same tenants uh, or not, but uh, that was, uh, I always uh, decided that if it was, if the traffic infraction was such that it had put other people in danger or the danger of the person who committed the infraction, then they got a ticket. If I felt it was just worth a warning, then they got a warning. Anyway, James, thanks for uh, allowing me to go down memory lane on that. All right, it is What's on Your Mind Friday on The Mike Douglas Show, 209-551-3483. Our number, let's go to John in Valley Springs. John, what's on your mind? Well, thanks, Mike, for accepting my call. And I like that uh, statement uh, going down the memory lane. And as I go down the memory lane, I've been a Christian over 50 years. I had many pastors, heard many sermons, uh, um, went through many different churches, and I never found one that is as efficient in, in speech and uh, statements as you are. And I wish you were one of my pastors uh, because I could have learned a lot more with you than with all of them. Um, but I have something, uh, um, so I appreciate very much um, your opinion and, and what you say. And I also appreciate uh, what Debbie, when, when she calls in. But I think that um, the question that she uh, considered about um, is, is she put a little bit too much weight on that. And um, you mentioned, you added to it, uh, your opinion about the economy. But I think that um, you both uh, should have uh, added a third thing, uh, and I want to hear about what you think about that. It's, it's the open borders down on the, on the southern mm-hmm. side and all these uh, millions of illegal immigrants coming over, bringing diseases and all that. And I, and I think that that must be one of the major points also in this election. So I, I would like to hear your opinion about that. John, uh, thank you for the call. Very much appreciate that. Uh, John, I, you're right. And I would have to rank the border, and I don't know what the polls say about it. I glance at the polls. I don't, I don't, uh, my, my thinking, my opinions don't flow with the polls. I don't look to them to form my opinions. I find them interesting, uh, but aside from that, getting to your point, John, I agree with you that the border issue is it is a crisis. Uh, and I do believe for those people who are aware of it, that I think that's the issue, John, is those people who are aware of the crisis and what's causing the crisis. I think that's going to be right up there. I think you're right. It's going to be right up there with the economy, with crime, uh, the, uh, the, the, the mishandling of the border, the human trafficking that's happening, all the fentanyl that's coming over, and, and, and the horrible, the horrible crisis that it is for those ranchers who have properties uh, in and around the border. It's, it's, they're going through a living you-know-what. And so, John, I, I agree with you. 
that that needs to be right up there. In fact, I think I would put it right up there with the economy. I think the only caveat I would have is there are people who live in such a bubble and all they do is go to CNN or MSNBC. Uh, They only read the L.A. Times or the New York Times, whatever it might be. They only look at one side of the news, the interpretation of the news. They will not get those stories. And so they may not even be aware of what a crisis it is unless they get exposed to the truth. And I think if they get exposed to the truth, John, I I would agree with you that the border is going to be right up there uh, on the issues that people are going to be talking about. Great point, John. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that very much. Again, this is What's on Your Mind Friday on The Mike Douglas Show, 209-551-3483. We'll uh, go to another one of our good thinkers, uh, David and Modesto. What's on your mind? Well, sir, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think the United States Congress can close the border up somehow. I, I've always been under the impression that they can close the border, and I'm wondering why our our woke, fake United States military has never, in my 72 years, ever, ever guarded the border. Never have they been on the border in other countries around the world, have their military protecting their borders. And our military would rather go kill people overseas and make a lot of money doing so. And I'm wondering exactly what's going on and why the American people don't stand in someone's face, like Republicans and Democrats. Um, They're crap. Both parties are crap. We need a third party, maybe even a fourth party. This has got to stop, and it's not going to. And no one's going to do anything to the elite, what we call the elite, the people that are destroying the planet, they don't care. Just make more money before they die, before they see God, they want to get rich. That's what counts. I'm asking you people that are listening to me, get it together, man, because these people are making money killing us. They don't care. They don't care about the farmers. They don't care about you and I. Please, Mike, please tell people more about about how the Democrats are the ones that started the Ku Klux Klan. That's so important. And the Republican, the, the party never talks about it. It's like they're hiding behind rocks because they don't want the press to come after them. This country absolute sucks. I'm 72 years old, born and raised in Modesto, California. This country blows. And I'm so upset all the time. The border, the border, the border has been open my whole 72 years it's been wide open they don't care that's what's on my mind i hope all the other callers don't get it upset as i am well thanks mike for listening all right david thanks for your call by the way there's no problem in being upset there's absolutely no problem in being passionate in fact i think we need more people to get upset and to be passionate about these issues. Uh, uh, David, you brought up a couple of interesting points, and I may be on thin ice here, and I, I'm, I'm willing to be corrected if I am wrong, uh, but I believe that we can't use the U.S. military 
to do law enforcement duties within the United States of America. I don't believe we can do that. Uh, There are certain things the military can be used for, uh, but I don't believe that we can use the military as a law enforcement tool. I may be wrong on that, but I believe that's correct. And again, I if 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 I'm wrong, please uh, please let me know. But I believe that's one of the issues. To address some of your other points, there, uh, David, I think, yeah, the yes, the uh, Democratic Party is steeped in uh, in racism. If you look back over the years, I mean, let let's be honest about it. You mentioned the KKK. Think of Robert Byrd, who was uh, higher up in the KKK. Uh, that tends to never be talked about. Uh, I think the the even bigger issue there uh, with all of that, David, is that it's not just Democrats who don't have a spine to stand up and do what's right. There are plenty of Republican leaders who don't have a spine and they're not standing up and doing what's right either. And that's why we have the situation that we have at the border. That's why we have a, a uh, administration, uh, White House uh, and the White House, the Joe Biden administration, that is, uh, that is driving the country into the ground. And, and David... You should be passionate. I love that passion. I love that we need to be passionate about this, and and we need to let people know what's true. So don't apologize for for that. I don't know that you did apologize for it. Maybe I was reading in that something in there that wasn't there. But, uh, David, I, I appreciate your passion, and I think more Americans ought to get passionate about this. And I, I think, again, and, and I bring this up often, I believe we're beyond the R and the D, the Republican and the Democrat after the name. I think we're just, we just have too many establishment politicians, David, and you mentioned this, who are too fond of power, too fond of control, and too fond of the money that's coming in to make righteous decisions. I think that's it. Uh, and here's a thought: How about if, um, how about if Republicans with a spine propose a civil rights act to stop the current administration and the current Congress from abusing Black Americans in terms of trying to keep them in their space, right? Trying to keep them subservient trying to keep them in control? How about freeing them to be entrepreneurs? How about freeing them uh, to, to really succeed? How about that? What do you think about that? Think it'll happen? Yeah. All right, what's on your mind Friday, 209-551-3483? Let's get back to the phones. And Eden in Modesto, what's on your mind, Eden? Uh, hi, Mike. How are you today? Today's Friday. On my mind, I'm listening uh, to your show every day. I am learning a lot from your guide, and I listen to the news. Uh, uh, now, there is evil in America, uh, Mike, because when the president of America, and he claimed he's 
Christian, he's Catholic, he say he signed the executive order today to protect the abortion. That means it's against against the God and against the uh, Christianity. Because I am also believe on God. Uh, I'm Christian. I am from Iraq. Uh, it's it's too much, and they create everything that means there is evil in in the Washington the White House. Uh, and they create every bad thing since 2020 when they won the presidential election against Donald Trump, which is they create the uh, corona and they market it to everybody and they win. But now there is no way to win because they will lose everything, House, Senate, and in 2022, and they will lose the presidential uh, election to uh, Donald Trump, which they will save, make America great again. They will save American. They will save me first and save you second and save to every American people. Uh, that's on my mind today. It's Friday and tomorrow. So we say, and and uh, you have a good weekend, Mike. Thank you very much. All right, Eden. Thank you so much for the call and, and appreciate you being a, a listener as well. Very quickly to react to that, uh, Eden, I think that we must be more diligent about watching to see if our politicians walk their talk. Do they practice what they preach? Are they consistent? And you mentioned evil. Eden, if you look at the amount of lies that have come out of Washington, D.C. since the Biden administration came in, I think it's evidence of the fact you're right. That type of subterfuge, that type of uh, disinformation, that type of deception is indicative of the fact this isn't just a political issue it's a spiritual issue for those involved as well. Just my opinion. What about yours? It's Eden, thanks for the call. So much appreciate you being a listener. Our number here, 209-551-3483. It is What's on Your Mind Friday. Mike Douglas Show will be back in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here's more with the Voice of the Valley. Mike Douglas on Power Talk 1360 KFIV and streamed on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on What's On Your Mind Friday, our number 209-551-3483. And let me offer you this. If selling your home's on your mind, I've got the guy for you. His name is Dan Phipps. Prices keep rising, inventory's low, those interest rate hikes mean price fluctuations. Selling your home now with an aggressive, experienced agent, that's the right move to maximize your equity. Do you have a growing family? How about are you working from home and maybe you need more space? Well, call the agent I trust and I recommend. Call Dan Phipps. His proprietary marketing system guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours for full market value, or he'll sell it for free. Dan's home selling program designed to maximize your sales price. You're in complete control. No costly repairs required. No long-term contracts. 
and you pick your move date. Dan can even help you find a new home before you move. Melody in Oakdale knows all about it. She needed to sell quickly, but her home needed a bunch of repairs and upgrades to get a decent price. But Melody didn't have the time nor the money, so she called Dan Phipps, who said, no problem, we can do it. And he did. Dan got multiple offers and sold uh, the property for much higher than she could have imagined. Call Dan Phipps. Dan's the man I recommend. I'd hire him to sell my own home. He is the only agent who guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours or it's sold free. Call Dan Phipps, 209-593-1111, or go to danphipps.com. That's Dan Phipps with three Ps, D-A-N. P-H-I-P-P-S dot com. All right, this is What's on Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Very interesting, uh, several callers have made uh, references to, uh, and, and beginning with, uh, with Debbie, our first caller today, making reference to those issues that are going to be the big burners uh, here coming up in November 2022 uh, in the midterms and, of course, uh, come the big-time presidential election in uh, 2024. And uh, I, uh, j- just to review some of the, the callers and, and what we've mentioned about that, uh, abortion, yes, I, th- I think the woke culture is going to force that issue as best they can. They're going to make a whole bunch of noise. They're going to protest. They're going to get as much uh, face time on the mass media as they can. But I really think that the economy, the rising inflation rate, crime and the border, and that was a that was a great point that uh, John brought up, and the border. I think those are going to be three of the big issues that we're going to be uh, that we're going to be dealing with. They will do their best, though, to make it all about Clarence Thomas. They will do their best to make it about expanding the Supreme Court. They will get people riled up, those that get riled up about the uh, pro-abortion stance. And But I, I think, and, and maybe I am looking at this with rose-colored glasses, I, I really do believe, I really do believe that come November 2022 and come, uh, especially in the presidential election 2024, that most Americans are going to feel the pain of the inflation rate. They're going to feel the pain of the gas pump so much. They're going to feel the personal pain of out-of-control crime, whether they're uh, a retailer or they're a business that's affected by it or whether it's the crime in their own neighborhoods. I mean, look at, I think we already see uh, the tracers on this. Look, look at the fact that Chase of Bodine got recalled in San Francisco. Look at the fact that George Gascon may get recalled in Los Angeles. I believe that people are starting to wake up and they're starting to see that they need to take control of their governments and they need to have a voice that has been suppressed. So I believe, uh, I, I think those are indications that people are starting to wake up. Are we going to see a wholesale red wave, so to speak? 
I'm not sure about that, but I think common sense may come to the fore. All right, uh, Marcy, we're going to get to you in five minutes. Don't go away. Mike Douglas Show continues in five minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The show you love, talking about the issues that are important to you. The voice of the valley, The Mike Douglas Show. Now, every weekday from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here again is your host, Mike Douglas. And welcome back to The Mike Douglas Show. Here on What's On Your Mind Friday, our telephone number 209-551-3483. Mike Douglas with you, your personal concierge for conversation as we take advantage of the wonderful opportunity iHeartMedia has given us to be live and local, 3 to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Just treasure this time with you, and thank you for participating. That that makes it happen. Again, our phone number here, 209-551-3483. Let's find out what's on your mind. Let's go to uh, Marcy in Modesto. Marcy, what's on your mind today? Hi, yes. I've been wondering for a while. Um, the lawmakers, when they take their um, place in, you know, Congress or the president takes his place, they all take an oath of office. And it seems to me that lately, or maybe it's been long term, that many of them and most of them are not keeping their oath of office to uphold the Constitution. In fact, they seem like they're trying to dismantle the Constitution. They're trying to uh, create some alternate universe for us that live in the United States that has nothing to do with the Constitution. It infuriates me. And, And my question is, if anybody knows legally, is there anything legally that can be done for them who are not keeping their oath of office? There's the rub, Marcy. Great, great call, great point. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, while I've got you on the phone, uh, let me bring up a message I, I just received because someone else is thinking along the same lines you are, Marcy. I uh, got this message here that the president has tried to make his cabinet and agency chiefs to look like America. He failed. The average American has more brains and certainly more common sense than any of his picks. And in parentheses, sigh. Mm-hmm. And then let's see how many ways he can violate the Constitution. And in the parentheses, he says, yes, it's unconstitutional, but it'll take ten, ten, uh, six months to get through the courts and prosecute those who stand up for the law. You see, this is this is the rub, and, and this uh, fellow listener uh, is, is thinking along the same lines, Marcy. The issue is that this administration and this Congress, at least the leadership of it, is famous for violating the Constitution and being okay about it. I think there are several reasons for that. One, I think many of them would like to see the Constitution as we have it go away, and they'd like to replace it with their own socialistic uh, setup. Uh, But the other thing is, uh, I believe also that they just want to do what they want to do. And because at the moment they have the White House, they have uh, the Senate, and they have uh, the House of Representatives, they don't care. Because they know that 
we we are pretty much powerless to do anything about it until November 2022 and until November 2024. So, Marcy, that's that's, right. that's my response to you on that. Not not exactly kind of great news. I'm sorry. What can't, can't we do something? Before, can't we do something before the election? I mean, is it is there anything? tantamount to like perjury in court when they don't keep their oath of office they can't be charged with something yeah that would be great if we could find any federal prosecutors willing to do that and any federal judges uh willing to take the case the problem is that they control the justice department look how they're using the fbi as a uh, as a tool against parents uh, who show up at school board meetings Look at the way they're using uh, yeah. the FBI as a weapon against uh, those who yeah. were present on on uh, that that riot there on January sixth that got out of hand. So uh, I I I'm I'm reluctant to say this, but I think it's true that at the moment we're powerless, Marcy, until mm-hmm. November of this year and November two years from now because. In order to have that, see, we, we're supposed to have three branches of government. We're seeing uh, in, in federal government. We're seeing the judicial start to make, I think, some righteous decisions. We're beginning to see that, but they can't legislate. Let, let me rephrase that. They should not legislate. They've tried to do that in the past, no. the Supreme Court, right? Uh, but I think they're, they've, they've come out with some good decisions lately, so that's part of the, the fix. The problem right now, though, is there's no way to balance the White House with Congress because White House and the Congress uh, have the majority, and the same way here in California. So I don't mean to be a downer on this. I, I'm just saying that we need to be aware of the fact how critical that uh, this election coming up in November and the next one coming up in 2024 uh, really are. Uh, Marcy, I'll give the last uh, last thought on that. Well, I know you said you, that you think we're powerless until the election, but I, I'm a little more optimistic than that. I think we um, have power to influence those around us. Um, there's a lot of people who don't even know who the vice president is, who the president is. They don't pay attention to anything. There's so many people out there that don't even listen to the news. They're completely oblivious to what's going on in the country. Great point. Until the gas hike, until the gas hike hit them, and now they're all complaining and they don't know why. So it's kind of. Uh, ridiculous at some point, but maybe we can influence other people into like waking up and paying attention. Well, and, and Marcy, yes, yes, you're absolutely. And this is something that I've, this is a, uh, a tune I've played many, many, many times on this program. And that is one of the main things we can do is influence our spheres of influence uh, not to beat them over the head with our perspectives, but to influence them. Marcy, I'm going to ask you to to hold on. I'm going to bring on. The, we're going to do a party line call here for a moment. Uh, going to bring on Carol uh, from Oakdale. I think uh, Carol has some comments along the same lines. Carol, uh, you're on with uh, Mike Douglas and with Marcy from Modesto. What's what's on your mind, Carol? 
Hi, good afternoon, folks. Um, first of all, kudos to David. We're all a very um, up in arms kind of right now, so I understand his frustration and just hold the faith, buddy. Uh, Marcy, I was listening to what you had to say, and I have to tell you that there is something that I've been trying to evaluate, although I'm not in the law field. There's something called a surety bond, S-U-R-E-T-Y bond, B-O-N-D, and it's required, as I understand it, here again, I am not an expert, but it's required by people that are put into office to assure that they will have a performance-based um any performance-based issues that go against their constitutional oath, that they can be sued. And I've looked at it to try and find anyone that would be interested in pursuing that, even as a class action lawsuit. Maybe there's somebody out there who's willing to get involved. But if you wanted to research surety bonds, I think it might be a little bit of relief about about what you're thinking about. I appreciate the info. That's, That's something I've never heard of before. Thank you. Oh, We'll look into yeah, that, uh, Carol. Yeah, no problem, and good luck. All right, Carol, yeah, thank okay, you. And I'll be listening as to there's interview that comes on. All right, thank you so much. Carol from Oakdale, Marcy from Modesto, thank you both for your calls. Appreciate that uh, very much. That's interesting, the, the surety bond. I don't know uh, enough about that to weigh in on it. We'll check it out, though. As the Mike Douglas Show continues here in three minutes on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, it is What's on Your Mind Friday, again, Monday through Thursday. We like to keep the calls focused on the topics at hand. On Fridays, we open it up. We want to know what's on your mind. Our number here, 209-551-3483. Superior calls today. Just some great comments. And we'll continue with that in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 1360 KFIV is your place online. Let's get social. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV on What's on Your Mind Friday. Our number 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. A few moments ago, uh, Carol uh, called and asked about surety bonds and whether they were a way to hold politicians accountable for doing what they're supposed to do. Well, a surety bond is, uh, to my understanding, and I'm, I'm doing this on the fly here, it, uh, it is a, an agreement between, between three parties. One is the bondholder. That would be the elected public official. And my understanding is public officials uh, purchase a bond no matter what office they hold, and they're required to sign an oath to uphold the Constitution of their state as well as the Constitution of the United States of America. And then the other party in a public official surety bond agreement is you and uh, me, we the people, the community that the election, uh, elected official is obligated to, sh- to serve. And then the other critical part of that is the surety bond company. Now, this is the company that guarantees that the public official will serve the people. So if a claim is filed against a public official, the surety bond company is responsible for receiving the claims, notifying the public official, and 
demand that they address the claim and that they start an investigation if the public official does not resolve or rectify the situation. Uh, so how does that process work? Well, it's uh, <laughs> this in the best of all possible worlds, to my understanding, you write a letter to the public official, you demand a certified copy of their surety bond. Then you write a letter uh, to the public official with the intent to file something against the surety bond. And you, you say, this is what harm you're causing me or the community, what needs to be done, and a timeline to rectify it. And then uh, you include the amount of money they'll be liable for and an explanation of how a surety bond works. And then if the public official does not respond to it, you can put them on notice by submitting what's called a color of law violation. And uh, so anyway, it really depends upon the surety company actually requiring that the public official take care of the claim. I would be interested to know how often this has been enacted. And maybe some of you who are or have held public office or who are holding public office, maybe you can tell us. Have you filled out, have you, uh, have you taken a surety bond? Has that ever been challenged? Uh, have, you, have you been challenged uh, over the bond? I would be interested to know. I think uh, probably some of the terms vary from state to state. But it's very interesting, and Carol, you bring up a very, very interesting uh, question here about the surety bond. I don't know. I'm I'm doing a little bit re- of research as we go along here on the Mike Douglas show today. So what I am uh, what I'm giving you is what I'm learning as we uh, go along. I'm a fairly good multitasker, so uh, doing our best to try to absorb what a surety bond is all about. Now there are other kinds of surety bonds. We're talking about the surety bonds that involve public officials. So uh, Carol exceptional call. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. And uh, beyond today, we will investigate that further. Again, I would be interested to know how often that is used. I don't know. I wasn't really aware of it. I'm not sure how much the general public is aware of it and how often, if ever, that those surety bonds are used to challenge a public official. I I think that's a great resource if, in fact, if, in fact, it's usable and if, in fact, the surety company will uh, will do something about it. Uh, it's very interesting. Again, Carol, excellent, excellent call. Appreciate that very much. It is What's on Your Mind Friday on The Mike Douglas Show, 209 551 Three four eight three. Let's go to uh, Brian in series. Brian, what's on your mind? Uh, hi, um, this is totally off topic, but I mean, or what you were talking about. Um, I just had a question. I've asked a lot of my friends. I, I think about this a lot, and I haven't gotten a real answer from anybody. Um, you know how we have we have troops and we have bases all over the world. Um, and there's that I can think of, there's no other countries that have bases like we have around the world in our country, you know, with troops and military equipment 
and things like that. And I, I, I've asked a lot of people, and they said, you know, I really don't know. All right, and is your question why we don't have foreign bases here? Is that your question, or why we yeah, have them? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, why, yeah, why, why, why are we set up all around the world with all of our troops and bases, but there's no other countries that have? They, I mean, they have embassies here, but right. they don't have a full-on base with equipment and planes and troops and everything else. I'm just, I was just curious. If yeah, you know uh, the answer to that question, Brian. I think the 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 simplest answer is a lot of that comes from the agreements and the treaties coming out of uh, World War II, and um, as we look mm-hmm. at uh, the now, and there are some places where we may not have bases anymore that we used to, uh, but I think most uh-huh. of them, especially as you look at at Germany. Uh, it, Think uh-huh. of all, all in peacetime, think of all uh, the military personnel who have served in, in bases in Germany uh, and, and uh, around the world. And I think it's, uh, you, you can trace a lot of that back to uh, treaties and agreements coming out of World War II and then treaties and uh, agreements uh, between other nations. And, and some of it, it has to do with peacekeeping. Some of it has to do... Uh, with checks and balances in terms of the proximity to enemies of the United States of America and of NATO as well. And so I think those, uh, those agreements all, all play into that. And the United States of America, uh, Lord help us, if we reach the point where we have to have bases that are run by Britain, the United Kingdom, or uh, Germany, or whatever it might be, it, it, that would indicate to me, Brian, that, that we have passed the, the line of no return, uh, because we are a superpower. Were. Well, the only thing, the only thing, the, the only thing I could think of is that we've never had, um, We've never had well, well, in you know civil war, but we really haven't had uh, war on our soil. So that's the only reason why other countries have not have not had bases here, because we you know we've been all over the world fighting, and then once we fight in a certain place, we kind of set up shop there and kind of help out the. Actually, they they set up a base, and the, the base helps the community there and rebuild or whatever, and then we set up shop there. But we've never had really except for the Civil War, we've never really had a, a war on our soil, really, you know, it's, um, back till then, you know. So that's that was the only, re- the only reason why I thought that we haven't had, a, a, you know, a, a war here. And I would just like, my, my son is a Marine, and um, I would just like for everybody to support our troops and, um, um, and, and, and God help us if we have to, if we have to go to war with uh, China or Russia or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more... Uh, afraid of uh, China than Russia because yes. Russia can't even take Ukraine. So um, I, I really feel that um, Russia or uh, China is a big threat to us, more of a threat than, than Russia is. By, a- by absolutely. Brian, but, I believe you're right on the money there. And, and our thanks to your son for uh, his service to our country. And, and you're right. We, it, in this day of defunding police and, trying to undercut the military, we need to support 
our military. I agree with you 100%. Brian, thanks so much for the call. Really appreciate that. Uh, I, that you know, you bring out some interesting points. Again, uh, my understanding uh, is that most of those bases are due to treaties and or agreements uh, that we can trace a lot of them back to World War II. But, and, and then we see those alterations. Look at what happened in Afghanistan. And so those uh, can some of those can be fluid as well as uh, as we look at the fact that based upon good or bad or indifferent decisions uh, of the uh, well of the White House of the uh, commander in chief of the United States of America, uh, those bases may come and go. And so, but Brian, great call. Uh, really appreciate that and want to underscore uh, your comment about supporting our troops. We, we just must let them know how much we appreciate them, how much we uh, support them. I have done so many funerals for, uh, not too many uh, anymore, for World War II veterans, but uh, some Korean War, uh, Vietnam War as well, and it's always just an honor and a privilege to do so. Back in five minutes, Mike Douglas Show, Power Talk 1360, KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360, KFIV. A pastor with passion, a minister with manners. Now back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360, KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show, again here on Power Talk 1360, KFIV. Mike Douglas with you, your concierge. For conversation as we are here at the end of the week, heading into the weekend. That means it's What's on Your Mind Friday. Our phone number 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Some very thought-provoking calls today, and we had uh, both Marcy and Carol on at the same time uh, talking about what can we do uh, in advance of November 2022, in advance of November 2024, to try to right this ship uh, that is dragging uh, the United States of America down right now. And, and one of the points there, uh, aside from the election, uh, was, of course, to uh, influence our uh, spheres of influence, and that is to speak truth uh, in in gracious ways, but in bold ways as well, to influence our spheres of influence. That's very important. Another thing that, we, and, and uh, also that very interesting uh, idea of the surety bond for public officials, that's interesting. We're going to uh, keep pursuing that. But the other thing, and I almost forgot about this, and I, I credit my uh, my much better half, uh, my wife, for reminding me of this, is uh is the Convention of States, Article 5, right? There's a resolution calling for an Article 5 Convention of States uh, to make proposals that would limit the power and jurisdiction of the federal government, impose physical restraints, and place term limits on federal officials. Now, what does that require? And you say, well, it's going to be a pipe dream, Mike. Well, let's let's just look at where it is. Uh, it requires uh, two-thirds of the states to pass the resolution for a convention of states. Uh, that would equate to, what, about 34 states, I believe. Uh, at the moment, if my information is correct, 19 states uh, 
have uh, have addressed this. Uh, 19 states that have passed resolutions for the con- uh, convention of, uh, of states and another one, two, three, four, five, six, and a handful, maybe six or seven, uh, where it's passed one chamber but not the other, and then uh, quite a few uh, that are considering it. So let, let me just look at this map, and I'm looking here uh, on a website, the Convention of States. Uh, .com, conventionofstates.com, if you want to take a look at it as well. Uh, states that have passed the Convention of States resolution, uh, re, you know, resolution. Uh, let's see, according to them, Alaska, Arizona, Utah, North Dakota, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Texas, Missouri, uh, Arkansas, Louisiana, Wisconsin, Indiana, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, believe it or not, South Carolina, Florida, West Virginia. Those are uh, states that have passed a a resolution. And then uh, there's some active uh, resolution, some active voting going on, active consideration in states like Wyoming, Colorado, Kansas, uh, what, Illinois, um, Kentucky, Ohio, Michigan, I believe. Uh, th- anyway, there's uh, it very interesting to see if, if that would actually uh, actually happen. Uh, again, those states where it's passed in one chamber, New Mexico, that's interesting, South Dakota, Iowa, Virginia, uh, North Carolina, and way up in the Northeast, New Hampshire as well. So that is another wild card, wild card in our equation here. So we're thinking about surety bonds. We're thinking about the convention of states. We're thinking about uh, the elections themselves coming up, November 2022, and of course the presidential election in November 2024, and all of these things play into the mix. So there's it. It's not well. Here's here's a great suggestion too that just popped up on my. We could run better candidates yeah absolutely we could run candidates with some spines the problem is we many times don't know what they're made of until they get into office candidates can promise everything but uh, it's not till we uh, see the test uh, of their metal under fire so to speak that we really know what's going on i'm encouraged I'm really encouraged by a lot of the women that are coming up on the uh, on the national scene right now, and uh, women of color. Right, think of uh, Myra Flores out of Texas. So I think it's the what thirty fourth congressional district, I believe. People like Myra Flores. The first Mexican-born woman sworn into Congress. I I would love to see more women, and especially uh, women from minorities, to get elect to run and get elected. I, I think sometimes, boy, this is. I know I'm going to take some. I'm going to take some hits for this one. I'm thinking that. In this day and age, maybe it's the women that are going to make the difference. 
And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying that in a hopeful way. I think uh, many times there's a passion there that sometimes uh, us men may not have. I said may not have. I don't want to get into get into this too deeply here. I would love to see more women, especially in places like California, Hispanic women run for office. So I believe more and more people are beginning to see how diabolical the Democratic Party has become. As many of them have said, I didn't leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left me. This is not the Democratic Party of John F. Kennedy or Robert Kennedy. And and we can, again, we can go back, and, and it is often the Democratic Party that is accusing the Republicans of being racist. Look who was aligning with the KKK. Look who was aligning with uh, slavery and racism. Uh, look at uh, the Republicans who had a major, major roles in uh, bringing about just decisions and just public policy for the United States of America. So I applaud women, especially here in California, who are stepping up to the plate and taking ownership of these issues. I applaud them, and I'd, I'd like to see more of them. And so I applaud people like uh, Myra, Myra Flores. I, I think maybe our the future of the state and the future of the country may be in the hands of women who see the light, who have their heads screwed on straight, and who are willing to be bold and willing to speak truth and willing to take the hits that come along with that. We talked about that yesterday, my friends. Anytime that we stand up for what's true in the midst of the gray areas of deception, we're going to take hits. And uh, these, these, well, I don't want to belabor the point. I'm, I'm just hoping that we'll see more women rise up and run for public office like that. That's my thought. All right. It is What's on Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483. Let's go to uh, Loretta from Modesto. Hi, Loretta. What's on your mind today? What it is on mine is, number one, because of abortion. I feel that if a person wants to have an abortion, fine. However... If they do have it, let them pay cash for it. I don't feel insurance should pay for it or anything else. I believe the person that wants the abortion should have it should have to pay for it themselves. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, if uh, I, it's just like a lot of other medical care, uh, I believe that we ought to be responsible for our medical care, and the government needs to get out of that business because government is lousy. At healthcare, wouldn't you agree with that? Isn't do you know any government that's good at healthcare? Yes. Which government? There are. There definitely are some governments that are good with healthcare. Where? Where? Well, if we have people who are very, very ill, we have Medi-Cal and we have Medicare, both for people that are very, very ill. It's what I believe. I think we would get better care 
if they would not take our money in the first place and then give it back to us uh, in the increments they think we should have. The problem with that, Loretta, is that Medi-Cal and Medicare, they determined what our health care is. They determined that. Well, that's very true. I, uh, for, and I'll just turn around and ask one other thing. Yeah, go ahead. That is, tomorrow morning, I wish you and everyone would get up and turn the radio on at, at 6 a.m. and listen to the veterans. I'm sorry, listen to who? Then, in other words, you never turn the radio on at 6 a.m. then either. On K5 on, Sabbath, on Saturday morning, we have oh, the veterans oh, come on. Oh, yes. Yes, fantastic program, fantastic, where they interview uh, World War II veterans uh, is just, yes, I actually, uh, Loretta, I don't have weekends off, (laughs) and so I am up uh, early on Saturdays, and uh, he does an excellent job with that program, and and you're right, I, I encourage people, if you happen to be up at six in the morning, listen to that program, because the stories from those veterans just warm your heart, and, and it gives us a new respect, I think, for our uh, veterans. I'm blanking on the name of the show right now. My uh, synapses aren't firing quite. Mr. Uh, Leffler. It's what? There's a gentleman that speaks with the last name of Leffler, I believe yeah, it, it is. Right, Hometown Heroes. It's right. Hometown Heroes. Paul Leffler, I think, is his name. Paul Hometown Leffler, Heroes, right. yeah. Yeah, it is a fantastic program. I, I would agree with you. Uh, Loretta, thank we you. We had a lady on there the other day who was a veteran, so that's why it's also fun to listen to. Well, well absolutely. thank you very much for your time. Uh, all right, Loretta, thanks for the call. Uh, and uh, L- Loretta, let me, let me just give you a... I'm going to have to do this really quickly. Let me just give you a personal... I'm going to pull the curtain, just like the Wizard of Oz. I'm going to pull the curtain here a little bit. As many of you know, I had had to have some intricate eye surgery on my left eye uh, not too long ago. Didn't go well. Uh, it wasn't the surgery was fine, but my eye reacted, and I couldn't see for a couple of days. It took about four weeks before I was able to see clearly. Well, my right eye is starting to go the way of the buffalo as well. And so uh, I have to have uh, surgery on it. But in order for the effect to be optimal, Medicare is not going to be able to cover all of that. And so I've got to pay out of my own pocket in order to get the optimal surgeries that I need. So I'm not real big on saying government does a good job with health care. I think government needs to get out of the health care business. And, you know, when you look at socialized medicine uh, social and, and uh, capitation in terms of uh, some of our large um, in, in insurance companies and health care systems, it, it's great if you're healthy, wonderful if you're healthy, low premiums, etc., but man, once you, and I've been through it, once you hear you've got cancer, once you've got something seriously wrong with your eye or some other body part and you need some intricate stuff, they really couldn't care less. They don't care about us. <laughs> they don't care about us. 
you care about us and I care about you. So we're going to continue the conversation in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on What's On Your Mind, Friday, 209-551-3483. Back in three minutes on the Mike Douglas Show, Power Talk 1360 KFIV. He's got issues. Let's talk about it. The Mike Douglas Show, on air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on What's on Your Mind Friday on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Our phone number here, 209-551-3483. Fridays are What's on Your Mind Friday, again, Monday through Thursday. We like to keep the calls focused on the topics at hand. On Fridays, we open it up. Just want to know what's on your mind. As long as we're live and local here, we'll keep that going. Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Here's something that I'm pretty sure you're not going to be surprised about. <laughs> Americans, uh, this is from Axios, uh, Americans' confidence in newspapers and TV news has hit a new low. <laughs> Really? I I wonder why. Uh, TV news is ranked 15th in trustworthiness amongst 16 institutions. So TV news is one up from the bottom. And uh, you know what's the you know what institution is very last uh, out of 16 for trustworthiness? What institution do you think is dead last? Amongst those 16. I am looking for hands here. Okay, I see a few. Well, you may be right if you guessed Congress. Congress is dead last in terms of trustworthiness. TV news ranks just above it. Uh, Newspapers are up a little bit. They're ranked 12th. And the presidency of the United States at the moment is, uh, is 11th. Well, this is very interesting. I'm looking at the the graph that they have here, and they've uh, graphed Americans' trust in the mass media from 1997 to 2020. 1997 to 2020. Interesting, among Democrats, trust in the mass media was pretty well up there through about 2005, 2010 to 2015, it, it, it got very low. And then after 2015, it spiked a bit. And now it's at about 73% of Democrats say they have trust in the mass media. Hmm, 73%. Wow, almost three quarters. Independence? They're not a huge fluctuation over that time. They're at 36%. How many Republicans do you think? What, what, what is the percentage of Republicans that have trust in the mass media? Do you want to take a guess at that? It uh, was a little higher in 2015, and then it kind of sunk. It had a little spike there, maybe around... Uh, 16, 17, 18, 10%. 10% of Republicans have trust in the mass media. 
And that uh, that's uh, not surprising? Not at all. I am not in any way surprised by that in the least. And I think that's uh, one of the reasons why we need to make sure that we take advantage of the opportunity that we have here to be live and local because it's, it, it is those conversations between you and me that allows us to ferret out the truth because governments are doing a lot of lying. It's doing a lot of spinning, and spin is not truth. Spin involves half-truths, and we're getting so much of that. I don't know about you, but I'm very uh, tired of it. Axios, by the way, is an interesting fact. Uh, They say that the average American, speaking of lying, tells 11 lies a week. Uh, (laughs) So the big picture that they say is the lies we tell range from relatively harmless uh, to the big bad uh, lives. And what they're saying, regardless of whether they're big or small, our bodies respond because lying can trigger trigger an increased heart rate, high blood pressure, elevated levels of stress hormones, psychologists have found. So, politicians, how about let's just speak the truth? Huh? Be a lot easier. That's what we do here on the Mike Douglas Show. I will see you on Monday at 3 o'clock here on... The Mike Douglas Show, Power Talk 1360, KFIV.